0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today, called Ng Ing My name is John Drummond, or Young Holland.
1: Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 Ng Ing-wen. Angela.
0: We have a great episode for you today with my good friend J. W., who's known around the Taiwanese community as J. W. Chang.
1: 没错。今天的英英文邀请到了来自旧金山弯区的JW节目上跟大家聊他从西谷谈到到台湾生活的经验分享。以及一些为了归根而努力学中文的故事。My
0: guest today is Taiwanese- American and has been living in San Francisco for many years, specifically in Silicon Valley for over 12 years now. However, he has been back in Taiwan now to spend time with his family and develop his personal interests. He works for a semiconductor manufacturing company called Applied Materials. He is a lover of traveling, learning new things, embracing his own culture, and so much more. So everyone, please welcome my good friend, JW. Hello, hello, hello. Boom! I didn't I didn't tell you I like to high five on the show to uh to make it official. Welcome to NG Ingwen, my brother. If you could be so kind, could you start off who is JW and what are you doing in
1: Taiwan? 那他福德这间公司来头可不小是财富世界而且硬材在台湾也有设立办公室哦只是因为还是要跟着究竟在那边的时间走嘛所以就算这边已经是晚上的睡觉休息时间了但因为那边是白天上班时间
2: Thank you for having me on the show. This is a wonderful studio, by the way. Cheers. My name is J W. Yeah. Jin Wei. I currently am based in San Francisco, California. I work for Fortune 500 company. It's called Applied Materials. We are a semiconductor manufacturing company, and uh, to relate it to Taiwan, our one of our maybe our top customer top three for sure is TSMC. So Applied Materials certainly has a, has a presence here. There is a small office here as well to, to service TSMC. Mm-hmm. I am back in Taiwan uh, because my parents live here. They raised me in America. However, about 10 years ago, they moved back to Taiwan. And certainly with this COVID situation, a lot of the companies in the Bay Area have allowed remote work and so this has really given me the opportunity to come back and spend an extended period of time back in Taiwan, see family, and and also continue doing my work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Nice little summary there, and uh, yeah, shout out to uh, I'm sure all of our Taiwanese listeners who love TSMC <laughs> get a kick out of that, yep. but thinking a little bit you know about your schedule right now, you know I, I think it's interesting, I should say, to remind our audience that I'm actually interrupting your sleep cycle right now <laughs> <laughs> because you are still working on kind of the west coast of America's time schedule. Is that correct?
2: Yes, that's right. I am working U.S. hours. Um, I think the expectation is still that I am accomplishing everything based on the U.S. hours. I've swapped my sleep schedule to approximately, I go to sleep around 6 a.m. And I get up around 2, 3 p.m. So... It's, it's rise and shine for me right now, that, that's what it is. <laughs> rise and
0: shine, yeah, and I'm so happy because something just arrived in the mail right before we started this show today, and that was your aura ring. And I'm actually very fascinated to see you know, what is gonna be the data metrics that you're gonna be establishing essentially with this new sleep schedule. Is it gonna be great for your health? Is it okay for your health? Is it gonna kinda mess up your circadian rhythm? I'm actually very interested to kind of check in with you in like a month and be like, tell me everything.
1: 不知道各位有没有听过Aura Ring,这个智慧戒指这种东西? 可以去透过你的手指头去测量一些身体的状况 我觉得就很像是那个Fitbit 那个健康智慧手表 健康智慧手环, 然后现在又是在戴这个智慧戒指 circadian 加上呢现在又在台湾生活 规律嘛, 那circadian是我们人或是动植物在一天24小时内运作的一个周期 所以circadian rhythm可以理解成是日夜节律 就是以24小时为周期的生理心理还有行为上的一些变化 跟biological clock生理时钟很类似 只是呢它会因为生理时钟的影响而有所改变
2: As am I. So to give a quick background, I just received this wearable technology it's a ring a smart ring called an aura ring and the aura ring takes measurements based off your finger and it will do things like tracking your sleep your heart rate etc right and this is kind of a probably a testament to me living in the bay area for so long has really created this uh, this version of me where i love technology um this is kind of a very futuristic t- technology that most people don't know about, but, but for me, it's something that I want to integrate into my life, and specifically me being in Taiwan and, and trying to be healthy and have a sleep schedule, I think this is going to be important for me to have.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So JW, if you don't mind, can you share maybe a little insight as a Taiwanese American who has kind of grown up around Silicon Valley and in the the heart of the tech scene in San Francisco? Can you share what it's been like now to come back to Taiwan and be working in tech?
1: 紧接着JW分享到在湾区在这个Bay Area那边 有的甚至可以用政府提供的这个就业金卡 Gold Card留在台湾工作 Capital 从事这个风险投资, 那些风险投资人提供给有能力 Program, incubation program association 这都是推动创业, i've
2: been living in the s f bay area and aka silicon valley for goodness about twelve years twelve years or so so i've really i've really really seen you uh, it was already really big when i got there, but it's only grown bigger and bigger Um, I've seen the massive talent that's, that is in the Bay Area, incredibly smart people. For me living in the Bay Area, I I consider myself, you know, an an average bright person, but just compared to some of the companies and the people out there, um, it, it was just tremendous how many smart people were there. And so coming back to Taiwan, it's actually very interesting during this period. Are you familiar with the gold card program?
0: I am yes yes we just actually had uh, one of our friends who is a gold card Andrew Chen on the show yes okay
2: yeah. okay that program whether whether you're you're with it or you're coming back uh, I'm I'm personally on a family visa at the moment the situation with covid has allowed a lot of fresh talent to come back to Taipei and it's it's I've heard not only have I gone to kind of tech or sf based meetups here in Taiwan and just seeing all this talent come back to Taiwan. Um, I know that there are actively um, venture capitalists who are setting up, I don't want to say funds, but actually like hacker houses and starting programs here where they're actually saying, hey, uh, actually the program is advertised as, hey, we love, um, you know, innovating in person um that's why we're here in Taiwan and they've actually put up an application where they're saying apply here if you're accepted uh we'll pay for all your expenses come to Taiwan and and incubate your company here in Taiwan. I love that. Yeah,
0: and you know, it's been a debate with a lot of my tech friends here has been like essentially right now kind of what you're doing is you are back but you are still working for a an American-based tech company. But I think what's going to happen is so many great minds are coming back to Taiwan, or or considering moving to Taiwan to do incubation programs. There's going to be this kind of spill over of like, hey, there's a bunch of cool people here. Let's create something in Taiwan. And I think I'm really excited to see, you know, what can happen maybe in 2021 or further with the tech scene here in Taipei City.
2: That's absolutely true. I'm I, again, I'm here, even though I'm technically working to the benefit of. Uh, you know the company of, of applied materials back in the U.S. Uh, you know I'm actively sharing ideas with folks here. Um, I am sure Taiwan is happy to take my money that I'm spending out at at you know in Taipei. So I think this is these are only good things for for Taiwan and Taipei.
0: So JW, another question I'd love to ask here on the show is, you know, kind of thinking about the future and the pressure of, you know, dealing with this sleep cycle and with corporate tech. Are you thinking about, you know, kind of reevaluating what you want to be doing in
1: twenty twenty one and beyond? 加上在弯曲工作的人常常背负着很多期许期望好是时候呢要来重新审视一下她的生活形态 Silver lining 从字面上来看的话
2: that's a great question. So in 2020, in the U.S., we were all under lockdown for most most of 2020. In fact, so with that in mind, uh, it's been a really really tough year, obviously on a, on many fronts, but especially I think work. I think the bare expectations for people working were were really a lot, especially when they're working at home, and uh, it it really made me realize, you know, how I wanted to form my life around. And and that's a big reason why I came back to Taiwan is to spend a lot more time with family, find a little more work-life balance. So looking forward in 2021, uh, I want to find that. So the plans could be to either find something that's a little more local here in Taiwan that gives me a little more work-life balance to be with family. Uh, I, may, I may start something on my own as well, you know, to speak to the point. Uh, We were talking about before, about people coming to Taiwan.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, you know, and I don't want to say it's cliche, but, you know, like, understanding that work-life balance is so important, and I feel it's a little premature to say kind of a silver lining of COVID, but for me personally, a a silver lining of COVID has been to kind of reevaluate my mental health states and my work-life balance, and, you know, luckily we are not as affected here in Taiwan, but all of my friends in the States and I'm sure all of your friends have just been like in this huge adaptation phase and I feel companies are in this adaptation phase and I think there's going to be more of a shift to work-life balance, hopefully.
2: (laughs) I think so too. I think uh, mental health has been a huge focus for a lot of us this year so or this past year. Um, So meditation self-help etc i think i think those are becoming extremely important things to balance out with work right Mm -hmm. especially especially for you know working professionals who most of their life they've just been grinding 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 looking for the next level Mm -hmm. yeah no doubt no doubt so jw if you don't mind us kind of shifting a little bit into kind of your
0: your backstory with language um i would love to kind of share with our audience you know what was your process with your development of Mandarin
1: Chinese and English? At this 所以基本上他生活周遭不太会接触到太多的中华文化, 那也因为这样子,他最主要的中华文化来源也因此而暂时消失。就是它正文名字音译的缩写还会每年特地拨时间回来台湾但这个字 So my parents took a path
2: one one particular path that is probably shared by a lot of my peers in America is my my father came over to America as an immigrant um after studying after achieving his PhD in Taiwan. So he, he continued in America. He was doing his postdoctorate. My my parents are very academic focused, as are a lot of Taiwanese immigrants that come over to America. So I was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania and it was predominantly a, a very white community, so I did not have a lot of exposure to Chinese culture growing up. However, my exposure was going to Chinese school on Saturday, so if there's any ABCs listening to this, they're, they're of course going to know about Chinese school, which is essentially equates to day six of school every week, and you're kind of wondering, what am I doing here? There are multiple facets to this. Some people make it all the way through all 12 years. I only made it through about six years. That school helps speaking Chinese in the household. gives you kind of a base as well for listening to Chinese. But a lot of us are kind of left in the dark if you don't continue learning Chinese. So as I grew older, I became more and more curious about my my background. And it wasn't until junior year of college, I actually went to Taiwan to work for a summer, and that actually changed my entire perspective on, on who I was and my identity. So after spending one summer in, in Taiwan, I really, for lack of a better word, just started feeling more Asian. That's when I started to feel more confidence in my Chinese name um, and not my English name, and I actually switched it over. As well as from then on, I just started to make it a point to come back to Asia and Taiwan specifically more often, and reconnecting with my my family that's here. And I my mom's whole side is actually here, and I have about fourteen cousins that are Taiwan like Taiwanese Taiwanese. Um, they 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 cannot hold a conversation in English, so that's that's been something that I've I've really been kind of pushing towards. Hey, like. I want to build a relationship with these cousins that in the past I've never really been able to talk to. So I I want to learn enough Chinese so that, you know, we can grow old and take care of our parents together.
0: That's a beautiful story there, J.W., and it's nice to kind of connect that back to your your name, too, and and feeling, you know, proud to be Taiwanese and and proud to, like you said, kind of proud to be Asian and Kind of identify as Asian, so respect to that journey, man, I think that's a beautiful, beautiful story, and there's one question I like to ask here as well, as you know now you've been focusing obviously more on applying your Mandarin Chinese, so can you share any maybe tips and advice with our audience what has helped you now expand maybe your vocabulary in Mandarin
1: Chinese Taiwan. 所以在练习口说方面但是自己用的语言一样都还是英文也没用
2: first, I would say, just try to be as immersive into the language as possible. I know that as expats, it's very easy to just kind of stay in like an expat circle or stay in certain areas, and you can literally just get away with speaking English all the time if you if you really wanted to. However, for me, uh, while I haven't taken like formal classes or anything here, I've done things like pick up language partners I've also I've also gone on dates with some you know with more more local people where you're gonna be forced to just speak in probably over 50 percent Chinese for me I'm also very lucky I have extended family here which which like I said I'm absolutely gonna have to speak a lot of Chinese with them so it's really just the for me it's just the exposure to it and then you can kinda just you can hear more of it you can speak faster It brings a lot more dynamic learning other than just kind of reading books or using apps, et cetera.
0: Yeah, I think that's absolutely great. You know, like you said, going on dates and spending time with your family and just kind of immersing yourself in the language. And, you know, it seems to me like your threshold is like, listen, if I'm going to be speaking Mandarin, I don't want to be with people where 50 percent. Or less is is not acceptable for mm-hmm. jw standards and uh yeah man i love that i i, I want to say we met in october was that right yep and you know i just you know i see you exposing yourself to uh different environments using mandarin a lot more and i love that all right brother well unfortunately it's coming to our last question here on ng ingwen and that is if you could go back in time and talk to a younger JW. Would there be any advice you'd give yourself about language or life or tech?
1: 访谈最后,他就有一句话想要告诉以前的自己。Stick with Chinese. 好,就是好好学中文,不要半途而废。但是往往认真一段时间之后呢, 你就会发现一切努力都是值得的。而且, it's never too late. 学习永远不嫌忘嘛, I would say from a young age just stick with the Chinese. Uh it, it's kind of
2: like it's kind of like one of those questions where it's like, oh, do you ever wish you stuck with stuck with something as a kid whether it's like, oh, piano lessons or maybe you stuck with like a like a certain study. Um it's the same thing, it's it's if you could just stick with it it would pay off so much so much more in the end.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And while that all does ring true, I think, you know, the beauty of that is how much you are focusing on it now that you're back in Taipei and in Taiwan as a whole and I'm excited to see all your growth and develop our friendship over this time together. All right, my brother. Well, where can people follow along maybe with your life online or learn more about you?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, my Instagram is probably good. Good one, it's uh, jw.cheng, C-H-E-N-G. Feel free to add me on Instagram, message me if you have any questions. I am happy to share my story.
0: Beautiful, yes. He is a tech guru and a very humble one at that. All right, JW, it's been a pleasure, my brother, and we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG, NG English, I-C-R-T. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6.30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9.30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye.
1: 好啦，今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦。感谢各位的收听，别忘了订阅我们的